and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmaya Mission New Zealand. Hariom everyone, welcome back. My name is Akash and in the studio we have Ishanji and Pooja. Hariom. Hariom. Welcome to the week of love. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we yes. could probably start <laughs> today's episode. Love, romance, and devotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the separation is important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we have Valentine's Day coming up this week. Yep. And so we thought a big be... day for many people. Mm. There's a lot of writing on this one day, yeah. isn't it? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not this week, though. <laughs> not this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get them next time. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. But it is it is like uh, probably like a westernized concept that's just, mm. you know, puts a lot of pressure on people to meet certain expectations, you know, and I guess that's also a day where we reflect on our love, on our partners and relationships mm. and I guess that's kind of like the romantic side of it right yeah but if we're talking about relationships then we're also talking about family ties friends yeah all the different relationships we have um but then it's also if we look at love you know we're looking at I guess looking at what society has told us love is mm-hmm. and I guess what we want to do today is Explore love. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Bujo will take us through um, kind of how we see love or love is seen in popular culture. Mm. Um, I'll look at it more in terms of how we may realize or we, we, we switch to realization <laughs> After going through a heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. After going yep. through a heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Really um, commit to that goal. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ishanji will come in with some life hacks. Yeah. Sure. Sounds good. All cool. right. Take it away, Puja. Awesome. Um, so basically, I just wanted to talk about the evolution of pop culture, actually, and like how um, we've kind of realized as a society that I, our idea of love wasn't the healthiest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just thinking about like growing up, I was like really big into move, um, into Disney movies. I'm still big into Disney movies, but with a grain of salt. Um, and then like really big into rom-coms. Um, and just like that idea of like that perfect relationship of like that meet cute and then you fall in love and then you can't stop thinking about each other and it's all so beautiful um, and like it's not realistic. Um, and like there are moments, obviously, especially in the beginning of a relationship where like it is really like like the all high. the warm, fuzzy feelings yeah. and it's all great. But like um, the reality of after happily ever after is not it wasn't discussed when we were younger. Um, and I think it's really interesting to see the shift in popular culture. Um, so for example, you had a movie like Snow White that was released in the late nineties. Um, that was one of the first Disney movies I was exposed to. Um, it might not have been the first Disney movie. I'm not sure, but, um, one of the earlier ones and it's all about like true love's first kiss Mm. and like that, like beautiful idea that there's just one person for you and soulmates, the idea of soulmates that I like really heavily invested myself into, um, because it just was so beautiful. And like, what a like wonderful idea that there's one perfect person for you out there. Um, but then you look at it now and like, you look at the movies that Disney's making now and you look at something like frozen, which doesn't even involve romantic love like there is a side story about it but the main like 
the main the premise of it is about sisterly love and like family um and you look at something like Moana where it was like duty and family love again like um so I think it's just really interesting that like we've kind of recognized that we're Mm. that we're the stuff that we're feeding our youth is not setting the healthiest standards for themselves and kind Mm -hmm. of setting them up for failure so I think I really love that that shift has happened yeah because I think um it allows people to understand that love like romantic love is not the only love there is that's right um and like I think I was definitely victim to that so like seeing that shift is really nice to like like, nice for me to see because I'm like all these girls aren't just gonna be like oh where's like that man that will like love me forever Yeah. yeah Prince Charming like on a white horse he comes in but it's like actually I've got all my girls like I've got my friends with me. I've got my family with me. Like I've got so much love in my life and like learning to recognize that. um, And that in turn, honestly, I feel makes your romantic relationships so much healthier as well. The fact that like you have healthy relationships outside this one thing. Um, But what do you guys think? Like what has your experience been with popular culture? Not that I've seen it or anything, yeah. but like even just married at first sight. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what is that? Is it what the name suggests? Yes, yes. Okay. it's exactly that. So you just look at a person and you just get married. Not even you don't at even the altar. You just meet them at the altar and you get married. Yeah, well, and then th- you go. Th- that's kind of what ha- used to happen in old school Indian. <laughs> no, but there was more of a science to it. I feel there is, there, yeah. there is actually a science to it, but I yeah. don't know what the premise of this think, particular I think show is. Not no, no, I think in this show they do have like consultants who do review the people, their profiles, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, not in terms of like Vedic scientific knowledge yeah. you know yeah. like not in terms of that but they have some criteria some, yeah like marriage counselors all those guys like yeah. looking at these people yeah. and try and fit them together but then Does you've also work? got a producer exactly <laughs> i was just gonna say in this. the background like nah actually let's you know this it it it. yeah um, the intentions are not right but yeah they they set these people up they got it they meet each other at the altar and then mm. they have like six weeks to Make it work. Try and see if they can get along. And then at the end, they decide together if they're yeah. going to follow through with it. And what are the numbers? Like, as in, is it percentage-wise better than what's going on oh. on an average <laughs> over Tinder? <laughs> oh, oh, honestly, no. that's your comparison. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I mean, there has to be some standard that we compare it to. I honestly, I only watch it for the first few episodes of when they actually meet each <laughs> other. For the, after yeah. that, I don't watch it. But have you seen the rest of it? No, I haven't. I've, yeah. I've only, like, the only time I've ever seen it is when I've been walking past the living room yeah, yeah. and family <laughs> was TV. watching yeah. it and it was on TV. And it's almost like, watch. it's like the equivalent of watching Star Plus or ZTV, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes... <laughs> True love would not be entertaining, right? The, I mean, if you just get along with each other all the time, there's not much to see over there. As in, it doesn't make fodder for entertainment, right? You need some drama and you, you need, need some, the spice. Reality. You need the spice and <laughs> yeah. you need conflict. And then people are interested if everything's going good. Yeah. So, well, as you said, you know, there's a producer over there who has other intentions in mind. It's That's not right. capturing the truth over there. Mm. So... But yeah, it, it's interesting you bring up this idea of um, Disney movies and what I'm thinking back to is the epics that I grew up with. Mm. Like I grew up with 
Ramayan and Vishnu Puran and Mahabharat watching these as a kid and the idea of love was very different mm-hmm. um and it's not always about the one person and even if it is about the one person it is not at the exclusion of all other relationships yes and it's a lot to do with your duties rather than just having expectations yeah Whereas in today's day and age, as you rightly put, a lot of these um, Hollywood movies and even Bollywood too, yeah, um, Hollywood too, yeah, today is all about what about me, my love, and mm. it's it revolves around just those two individuals. Whereas individuals do not exist in isolation; they are part of a wider community, a family, a culture, a society, mm. and all of it has to. be taken into consideration it can't be us against the world and we'll make it work it's never going to yeah. last right as in it can't be one individual or two individuals against an entire society and that's what sometimes it's shown as um yeah. that these two people they do it purely for love yes they it's great to have love but there's other things that go into making a relationship work as well yeah yeah for sure it's interesting though cuz like as much as like films have maybe evolved to like a different like lens music has not i don't think mm, nah. music yeah. is always either about being in love or going through heartbreak mm-hmm. and th- those are like the two things so like the the fact that the music industry is so focused on romantic love they don't really acknowledge anything else and like there's like some songs um where actually the advice given to me was cuz sometimes some of these songs like it's just like so frustrating cuz I'm like nobody loves somebody like that like it's beautiful but like what what the heck like mm-hmm. that doesn't happen um and then um the advice I was given was that actually just think of the lord and just think about like loving the lord that much and like that that's how you should be devoted and that's how you like can can think of devotion so there's some really beautiful bollywood songs yeah. um that are kind of romantic in like terms of like how they're used yeah. in the film and stuff but if you use it like just thinking about bhagwan like it just makes it so much more beautiful and also makes it more attainable i feel to like actually experience that um but yeah the music industry i feel like still has a, a little ways to go <laughs> question over here is it us being influenced by music industry or the music industry in being influenced by its audience means we demand it and therefore they supply it right we buy into it it's two way street right but even back in the day like music is mu- music is born out of love right mm, like yes. as an art yeah, form yeah yeah um and i think the one of the experiences that people relate to most or the one of the one of the forms of love that makes you feel the strongest is a romantic love and i think that like inspires art Yes it does. And I I think you know the way you touched about it being thinking of it in terms of god. I think a lot of um eastern music mm. was in that light. Yes. Where we think it is for a romantic partner or significant other but it's actually being sung towards god. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of um sufi music. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Right? Honestly, and poetry yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Where when they talk about the beloved mm. the beloved is the lord it's not an individual or oh, it's the guru mm. um especially um rumi's poems yeah right and then they're so beautiful and you have to see it not from a 
romantic perspective with an individual, mm. but it's that deep connection or yearning for the Lord. Yeah. So when we say bhakti, bhakti is the exact same love emotion that we all have, mm. just directed towards the higher, and that becomes divine. It becomes devotion rather than just love. Mm. So, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I feel like we're going all we're going we're going quite high, yeah. quite high. And, and let's come back, let's back, come back. guys. I'm gonna bring, bring you back down <laughs> with some heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. You know, because we do have all these movies that tell you that at the end of the day, it's gonna work out. That you're gonna get your happily ever after. You yeah. have just you are the one. Mm-hmm. You know, everything in music culture, film culture, hero saves. Heroine, you know? Yeah. And I'll give you anything. I'll do anything. I am the hero. <laughs> Nick Minute. <laughs> Later. Change of heart. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows what happens after the movie's finished. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, that's when reality sets in. That's why it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the person that, but but we're so we just like it's instilled in us. Yeah. You know, is. like since birth, we we're seeing all these things, even more now of social media, you know, like celebrities are closer to us than more than ever. Mm. We can see what's happening in their life. We can see what's happening in our friends' circles as well. Yeah, you know, so much so where it's like, okay, if you're not with this person, boom, clear them off the feed. Yep, <laughs> you know, erase them out of life, out of the profile. Mm. But just so if the truth is to attain happiness, yep. why go through the heartbreak? Because that's what we find happiness in. But it's external to us, right? It is external to us. Seems why to not why not just that's like that's it. We're gonna go Himalayas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ashram life is here yeah. now. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> so no one is ever going to hurt me again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> so there's a statement that runaways from life can never succeed in spirituality. Right, mm. runaways from life can never succeed on the spiritual path, and it's so true because I cannot run to spirituality with the idea grapes are sour, that this did not give me what I want, and therefore it's not good for me, mm. and turn to something else. Invariably, what we do in our subconscious is that desire still exists and therefore we cannot give it up and the beautiful thing in our religion and sanatan dharma is that if we have a desire to be emotionally intimate with someone to um, be able to care deeply to share a life a family and all experiences it's not pushed away it's embraced, mm. but it's embraced in a manner that it doesn't turn problematic. It, 
it prescribes it in a manner that we don't get stuck over there. We move past it because the truth is, as you already pointed out, that happiness is not in a person, it's within. Mm. So what is the point of it? The point of it is we have desires. We have this preconceived idea that happiness is when I am with a person and I can't let go of it. Mm. And so I have to work my way through it to come to this recognition that, yeah, they were right. <laughs> really? Yeah. And if you can do away with it, as in if that desire is not that strong in you, then in Sanatan Dharma, the alternative path to grahastha, which is directly leading into sannyasa, is open for everyone. Mm. But the question is, am I ready for it? Am I running away from life or have I recognized that it is truly not needed and I'm okay not having it in my life? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a commitment, mm-hmm. right? Either way, whether you stick, you take the path of brahmacharya and then sannyasa or from brahmacharya you move into grahastha, there's commitment on both fronts. Mm-hmm. You, there's a strict discipline for us to live. It's not, oh, I won't commit to one person but I'll just do whatever I want with 10 others. Yeah. No, that that's not what it's talking about. Whatever it is, it's management of our desires, really speaking. And so it's so beautifully based on different personalities, different pathways are present. And yes, majority of society cannot do away with that um, desire. It is an innate inborn desire in everyone. And there'll be a very small percentage which would be okay not having that intimate relationship um, with the significant other in their life. But the interesting thing is they do still have an uh, intimate relationship. It's just that love is dedicated towards the Lord. Mm -hmm. right? Mm. Um, Or it's dedicated towards realization there is something that yeah is equally powerful an equally powerful driver for them as worldly love is for most other people it's not that they are devoid of love it's that love has been channelized towards something higher towards something greater so love is a universal emotion it cannot be denied it cannot be um suppressed mm-hmm. it's a matter of working with it and then eventually divinizing it. Because mm. I was going to say, you know, like there's a lot of people who go through heartbreak through a romantic relationship and then get caught up and it's the end of the world, you know? Mm. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, songs start making sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when it's like family ties, you know, or it's like a, more of a friendship, mm. then... Does the heart still ache? Yes. Does it? Oh, for me, yeah. Right. But like, I think it's worse when there's not like a cut of like, this is like our friendship is over. Mm-hmm. If it's like a fade out, I feel like that hurts the most. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not as bad as a like why, romantic. Why is that? Yeah, actually, why is that? Is this more intense? More expectations, I guess. 
so much that's hinging true. on it, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Because we put all our eggs in that one basket. Yeah. 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 And then when all of it goes, it's like, <laughs> oh, <damn. crap. laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the reason. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't expect as much from my friends as I right? would from my partner. Yeah, because I guess I'm trying to build a life with a partner, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, there's more that I require of them. But, okay, here's a question that I've always had. When we say love, why is love restricted to a romantic relationship alone? Right? Are we comfortable saying, I love my friends and that love is on par with loving my partner? I love my family and that love is on par with loving my partner. Why have different grades yeah. of love? Isn't love a emotion? Isn't it universal? Is it possible to love everyone? That's the last thing we <laughs> talk about. I got, I, got one more, I got one more question as well. I got one more question. It's like, is there, uh, like, is there a differentiation between liking someone and loving someone? Yeah. Do you yes, like absolutely. them or do you like like them? <laughs> do you like them? Do you like like them or do you love them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because there comes to parts in a relationship and we've seen this in the movies, like someone says, I love you. And it's like, <gasps> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are there levels? I don't know. That's I think true. there's the, you know, because of, as you're trying to figure it out, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I think there's a difference between infatuation and love, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm. I think it all begins, especially in today's day and age. I think it's always been there, but a certain portion of it is to do with the physical beauty alone, mm-hmm. yeah. right? The physical attractiveness, and if it stops, uh, stops there itself, then that's definitely just infatuation. There's nothing more to it. Would you agree? Yeah, but I still think it's important. What is like the attraction is important. We're not yeah. denying yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it can't stop over there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because no. that fades. No, sometimes <laughs> it does. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it does stop over there. And on the other levels of our personality, the mental, the intellectual, the spiritual, we may not be aligned, and therefore it stops at I like them. I there's nothing more over there. Mm. Right. When we connect a little bit deeper, then you feel like, oh yes, I. Like, like them. I'm uh, <laughs> stipulating over here. The deeper the connection mm-hmm. goes, yeah, the more um, importance or weightage we are willing to give to that relationship. And I guess the words that we use to relate with that to person change it. Right. changes as well. And if there is a lot of synchronicity, mm. right, two people are in sync with each other yep. at the physical level, at the mental level, at the intellectual level, we'd probably say it's love. But really, the yardstick to measure love is identification. Mm. Love is measured by identification. What do you mean? How much do I see myself in them? Are you saying that's the that's the yardstick for love? The way it should be or the way it is right now? The way it should be. Right. Right. When we say love, it is to degree I see myself in another person. And what do you, what do you mean by that? Do you mean by the things that the people say and do or 
No, we're going, we're going it's, past it's that not even. seeing my reflection in them. It's seeing myself in them. Do you want to explain that? So <laughs> <laughs> he, he's longing that it does not make sense. You're repeating the same sentence just, over and over yeah, again. It does not make sense. Yeah, like an, elaborate, please. Here, you keep drawing the same thing. <laughs> just point at it. Yeah. I need a new drawing, man. <laughs> so when we say love, it, it it refers to how closely do I see myself in the other individual. It is being able to not it, let's say friends right mm-hmm. two two individuals one person is a friend the other one is a stranger what differentiates the two for you if, if a person is a friend and another person is a stranger they're both men they're both of the same height look about the same yeah why is one a friend and the other a stranger so I, I know you and I trust you so there's are. just a sense of knowing that's all? No, there's a whole Go relationship. On, yes. So tell, to tell me what would make you consider one person as a friend as opposed to a stranger or an acquaintance? They know me, yep. who I am, what my values are. Yep. Been through, like, they, yeah, they've... they've they know and have been. So you have life. common experiences yeah, we've together. Got shared experiences. Shared experiences. Um, shared emotional intelligence, probably. Shared values. Shared values, which is yeah, intellectual um, ideas and yeah. um, principles. Good mm-hmm. intentions for you. Good yeah. In- yeah. Yeah. So all of that, which is core to you, right. you're seeing in that person. Mm. You're identifying with those values in that person, and the. Deeper is the identification, deeper is the love. You call it vibing. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. A vibe. <laughs> okay, call it what you're so simple. Why did you say that? When you vibe with them, man. Right. Okay, when you say vibe, it, yeah. it can be just for a moment and yeah. not um, prolonged. Mm. Right? Whereas identification is you have linked yourself yeah. so intimately with that person. Right. You see yourself in them. Yeah. Right? And when true love is what we call in Vedanta is love, Mm. is complete identification where I do not see myself as different from the other. To see absolute oneness and that is obviously through knowledge when I recognize who I truly am as consciousness Mm -hmm. and I recognize that the other person in fact is not different from me because there is only one consciousness and we're just that one consciousness expressing through two different bodies and there is no scope for any animosity at all that complete identification is the greatest form of love there is and whether that's between me and this entire creation or me and God there's that absolute oneness and that is what Advaita Vedanta wants to take us towards it's so beautiful and so amazing. And it's not restricted to certain individuals. It actually spreads out to... It's universal. Universal, mm. yeah. So... Well, <laughs> this guy just mic dropped. Yeah, I was like, there's nothing left to say. <laughs> yeah. So coming back to that idea of, can we love everyone? Or yeah. is love only for families and friends and people we know? Mm. Really speaking, yes, it starts with 
close relationships, family, friends. Then some stranger comes, walks into our life and becomes a significant other. Mm-hmm. And that way our circle of love seems to expand. But generally it's still restricted to just a few people. We don't go beyond that. But if I'm able to identify deeply with something higher, so for example, if I identify with my nation, whether it's Bharat, India, or whether it's my culture or my religion, then everyone who's connected with that higher principle, yeah, my love automatically expands to all of them. It's right? like meeting someone from the same country as yours when you're overseas. Yeah. 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 Suddenly we click. Why? Because yeah. we're both Indians or we're both New Zealanders mm. and therefore yeah. we connect. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, though that is just a limited connection because yeah. there's a commonality. Yeah. But what I have to do is identify, and the word I'll use is identify, yeah. as in imbibe that particular principle or value which that culture or religion or nation stands for. Mm. And thereafter, whoever falls under that umbrella, my love automatically extends towards all of them. It cannot be, I'm going to leave you out. Yeah. No, that does not happen because there's an o- a greater overarching identification level, which um, is much more widespread. So the more universal is the principle that I identify with and connect with, to that degree, my love will also spread out um, and embrace everyone around me. And it's entirely up to me to decide up to what degree do I want to deepen my identification with that higher principle. And to that degree, I'll start identifying and loving everyone around me. Mm. So actually to find individuals and love individuals is really hard. It's it's always going to be, okay, I have only so much love <laughs> to give, <laughs> right? Yeah. But when we love that higher principle, which accepts everyone else. So in this case, if we take the Lord, if I l- have love for God, and God, who has love for everyone, my love will automatically spread across to everyone else. Mm. But me by myself trying to love everyone, that won't happen. Ishanji can't buy us all a Valentine's <laughs> gift. <laughs> no, I definitely cannot. Yeah, <laughs> keep your expectations low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's put in two different ways. So, in the language of bhakti, it it is have love for this higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the language of philosophy, um, have love for the knowledge. Yeah. That knowledge of oneness. And that will allow you to connect with everyone. And, you know, when we see it through that lens, everyone is a seeker over here. We are all striving towards that same goal. Mm-hmm. And why harm anyone? You know, we're, we're all fellows on the same journey. Um, and in the language of devotion, we are all children of that one Lord. So why have hatred? Uh, either way, there is oneness and love spreads across to everyone. And I guess if our love is also to be divinized rather than individualized, mm-hmm. and because right now 
we have love for a person and that's valentine's day yeah mm. yeah whereas if our love is divinized towards god then our love will also become a lot more universal and our capacity to share and care and empathize will increase exponentially in fact there, there is this um very beautiful text called dhanyashtakam and over there bhagwan shankaracharya ji talks about these earnest seekers and he calls them they are dhanya they, uh, they are blessed dhanyaha and he says they have the upanishads as their wife and their love for the knowledge is like a common man's love for his wife so that emotion of connecting and loving is universal it cannot be given up mm. right it is either it's towards an individual or it's towards something higher and for a seeker it is the knowledge for a devotee yeah. it is god for most people it remains restricted to an individual sometimes it would expand further for a particular cause mm. and you can see then yeah they'll put those people touched by the cause over their own family sometimes mm. yeah and we'll feel what is this right yeah how can you give up l- your the love of your life for some stranger affected by some cause but no they have identified that's right with that cause so strongly that it becomes more critical and yeah. more important than other things around mm. so yeah bit of yeah, i think it was a nice conversation on love yeah I and expanding love yeah. more importantly rather than just love yeah just a romantic yeah yeah it's nice to look at how we the perception of love that we have mm. but then how to spiritualize yeah that because the emotion is exactly the yeah. same as just channelized in a different direction and that's all yeah and, and again love, oh, go ahead no just love is a necessity yeah like it's it's always so beautiful it's a part of our being yes yeah. yes it's a natural expression which cannot given up yeah and it's so beautiful why would you want to give it up <laughs> yeah and i was just going to say as well it comes back to the self-centered and versus self inclusive yes. yeah yeah you know when you start including everyone again that just changes everything mm. yeah so right. it, it, that self inclusive approach to life will help us recognize this oneness that you know people are no different to me we are all striving to make ends meet or we are all struggling for that same happiness same peace mm. just be nice to each other and have love for everyone It's not that hard. Rise above the heartaches <laughs> and the heartbreaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the heartbreaks are definitely just breaking of our expectations. Mm. It's yeah. it's not so much of our inability to love. Yeah. Very good. Thank you guys so much. Thank was, you. And a, happy really Valentine's Day yeah. everyone. Yeah, happy mm-hmm. Valentine's Enjoy Day. Enjoy your week. <laughs> Don't spend too much. Spend <laughs> uh, a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's nice to make Share people love. Yeah. <laughs> make people feel special but also to then reflect and think about what we've talked about, you know. Absolutely. Where maybe it's actually changing the narrative and thinking about how we can share on a wider and bigger level. Mm. Absolutely. And and again, it's just that reflection using the opportunity 
to reflect on how we love and what love means to us. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Hariyom. 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 Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmaya Mission New Zealand. For more information on events, courses, SEVA projects and study groups, please visit chinmaya.org.nz. Hariyom.